Hello and welcome to another episode of But Have You Heard About Conspiracy Theory Edition? Dun 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 dun. I'm your host, Courtney, and as always, I'm joined by Matt. Hello. As always, Matt has no idea what we're about to talk about. Mm-mm. And today we have what I would call a fun one, maybe. Uh, we haven't done anything outer space wise yet. And so I, so, no. I wanted to bring one up. We're not doing that the moon landing is fake because that's too easy. I can't I can't bring that up because I you know I live next to NASA. I'm not even going to pretend like you can't say that. That's dumb. But I wanted to kind of like tiptoe into space conspiracy theories because mm-hmm. there's quite a few out there. And this one uh became popular in the 70s that there is a face on Mars mm-hmm. and it is there because of intelligent design. Like a crop circle Kind of, yeah. So um, let me show you what the design itself looks like. Okay, I mean, it kind of looks like a face. Yeah, it does look like a face, uh, the photo that was taken. So let's go into the nitty gritty about the face on Mars Mm -hmm. and go into some of the facts. So the spacecraft Viking 1 was launched on August 20th, 1975, and followed one one month later by Viking 2. While orbiting Mars, a camera onboard Viking 1 began scanning potential landing sites, beaming the images back to Earth. In the early morning of July 20th, 1976, the Viking 1 lander separated from the orbiter and successfully descended to the surface at about 10,000 miles per hour. Viking 2 followed on September 3rd, 1976. Scientists at NASA were pumped as fuck to share these images with not just fellow scientists, but the world at large which also includes the idiots in the U.S. Some of these photos of the surface of Mars, they're all black and white, showed rock formations in the shape of things known to us, like a face. And trust me, there's more photos, and Mm -hmm. we will go over them. With the photographs that came back, many became enamored that there was civilization on Mars, whether humans or aliens. Why did this come about? Well, one of the first photos to give inspiration for this was was that of a face made of rocks, showing a face on Mars. Once the public saw the face on Mars, as it came to be called, people became interested in the neighboring planet and possible life that may reside there. They especially thought it was an advanced life. Uh, The image inspired tabloid headlines like Monkey Face on Mars and books like Richard Hoagland, The Monuments of Mars, in which Hoagland claimed, based on the photos, to have seen an entire city laid out on Mars with the precision of a master architect. I had indeed discovered some of some kind of artificially constructed Martian complex, as he likes to put it. So when this discourse came out and people were like, oh my gosh, there's totally somebody like planning this stuff. Maybe there was a lonely alien on Mars and maybe, you know, there's an astronaut up there from like the before times with Egyptians because, you know, Egyptians couldn't do whatever we thought that they did and whatnot. But let's kind of look at some of the other photos before we go a little bit more into how NASA responded. Okay. So there's one of Winnie the Pooh and it was staff. <laughs> and it's one of these things where you're like, I can see it, but I don't think that anybody made like intentionally. Right. There's a photo that apparently shows a panda, an anteater and a screaming man that people wanted to dub as George Washington <laughs> living within Sidonia's city limits, which is where face of Mars is. And there's different parts of Mars. We're not going to go into like the whole geographic area because I'm not a Mars enthusiast. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I am just a, what the fuck is wrong with people thinking this? Mm-hmm. There's another face apparently on some other photographs. I mean, I, it's just a smiley face. Like, yeah. It's literally just a smiley face. And that's funny. It's a smiley face crater. And then apparently there's a volcanic politician, which apparently looks like Senator Ted Kennedy. Mm, sure. And my favorite is the Kermit the Frog that he's apparently frolicking. And I'm like, I can see like a like a Pac-Man face mm. and then an arm. And I don't necessarily would say that it looks like Kermit. But if this is what um, either like not just looking into the clouds, but like when you're in a very dark room and then your eyes start seeing things. Yeah. Like That's what this feels it, like. It, if I it's, squint. It's a, a human. It's a proven thing in like babies, you know, like they can see faces and that's how they comprehend like existence. So people just do that. They find faces in things. Hence the large collection of faces, right? People find faces in things. I do it all the time. Like you're staring at, it's more prominent in a, a design that is like chaotic, like a surface of a planet or like a carpet or like a, ceiling you know something or uh anything any any design that is chaotic and you stare at it long enough you just start seeing faces you yeah know, it's not a, you know there's not a face in your, it's like people that see jesus on toast yeah you know, it's that type of crap where it's like it's, oh there's a jesus on my toast the same concept. Or the virgin mary it's the same what? concept where you want to see what you're you see what you want to see and then your brain confirms it and then once you've pointed it out, then that's all those other people can see, too. So NASA came back and they were very adamant that these were nothing more than just photos of rocks. Yeah, that's literally how they are. And I'm going to link uh, a couple of those photos on to my social media. You can look, you can check them out, see what they look like. Um, when scientists first viewed the image, especially the one of the face face on Mars image, they were confident it was an eroded rock formation. Right. High-resolution photos taken in 1998 and 2001 have confirmed that the face on Mars is a trick of the eye, seen when light hits the mess, like the mesa at a certain angle. So right. that rock formation, and that absolutely makes sense to me. Right. Looking at that rock from the surface, it's just a fucking rock. Yeah. Or a lump, or a mound, or whatever. But the fact that the camera was able to pick it up at that exact moment in time with the light. It's just a cool thing. Yeah. It right. just happened to be that way. And so different parts of the planet's surface are more resistant to the erosion than others. And they don't erode as quickly, leaving some areas higher and others lower, just like any of our rock formations that we have, um, that we've ever had in the U.S. as we well. some bonkers as uh, rock formations on this planet. Yeah. Can you imagine one that doesn't have an atmosphere? You know? Yeah. So with that explanation from NASA, you would think all of these quote, higher design, end quote, ideas would stop, right? Hmm. No. If all was left alone, probably. But here we are. So obviously, of course not. This is the late 70s and into the 80s where U.S. citizens still did not trust the government. Hmm. And these images were released from a government entity with their answers to why. Enter the man mentioned before, Richard Hoagland. Hoagland was a gifted speaker and author of the 1987 book, The Monuments of Mars, A City on the Edge of Forever. Yes, that's right. A city <laughs> where Hoagland and his associates believed they have also discovered evidence of, among other things, a fortress 
an artificial cliff, a five-sided pyramid that was apparently damaged by explosive penetration that seems to possess the proportions of humanoids with its head pointing directly toward the more famous face and a collection of structures dubbed the City Square. According to Hoagland, the city may date back approximately 500,000 years to a time when, if one has stood in the middle of City Square, the summer solstice sun would have arisen directly over the face. I just, you know, science fiction in the 80s and our obsession with going to Mars, mm. I think, picked up. And I, you know, I think we all want to think that there is more out there than there is. Sure. Period. Um, so by 1990, despite the popularity of Hoagland's book, there still appeared to be no NASA program that works to aggressively explore Cydonia, the area on Mars where the face photos were taken. Yet to hear Hoagland tell tell it, all was about to change dramatically thanks to his efforts. So if you remember, we did have some Mars exploration like late 90s, early 2000s, right? Hmm. So while Hoagland himself did go speak to NASA scientists and engineers one time, it was out of pure entertainment that he was invited. So he quotes the fact that he was invited to NASA and because he was invited, it's because they're picking up um, on this scene that they're going to go to Mars and they're going to, you know, do this exploration to either prove or disprove. And that's that's not at all what happened. He was literally not invited um, because anyone actually believed in his ideas. He is also, also the same man that constantly has tried to take credit for mankind's first interstellar message, which was actually created by Carl Sagan. So Hoagland is over here saying that he is the reason that Carl Sagan basically did this. <laughs> and Sagan has clarified that all Hoagland did was tell him he should put a message on Pioneer 10, but nothing else. What's in the message, how the message was written, um, what was included, any of that, none of that. But also he's like, well, you should do this. It's like when, I don't know, I guess like when you're in elementary school, if you were like, uh, a teacher to Michael Jordan and said, well, maybe you should play basketball and, and not just baseball. Like, and now you're saying that you're taking credit for it. For I'm the reason you're talented. <laughs> yeah. I'm the reason you thought to go play basketball. So even though Hoagland was not entirely truthful, he was able to sell a lot of books and cause enough sway to continue this theory that the face was created by intelligent design. He even helped convince people to buy a stamp set from Sierra, Sierra Leone for $100 on the premise that with the news Mars exploration oh. happening, it would absolutely be worth $10,000 or more. What a, so he's a grifter. He is a he was first time grifter. Mm -hmm. And it's one of these things, it's like one of those late night infomercials. Oh, yeah. Like, I can picture this in my head, exactly what's happening. Like, that was like late 90s shenanigans. Mm -hmm. And even though Hoagland was invited to speak at like NASA things... It wasn't like it's literally so they can sit there as NASA scientists or people who are employed by NASA to be like, huh, that's what the general public thinks. Mm. It's the same thing when you go to conferences that um, highlight a certain field, they'll bring in experts from all over mm. or people who claim to be experts. And also you still sometimes have to pay for your own registration. You have to pay to get there. It's not like the conference or these speaking opportunities were paying to bring him. And he also hosted a show like this is how I know that he's, you know, everything with like a handful of salt with him, not a grain, a handful. Mm -hmm. He's from Florida. He was on a conspiracy theory um, radio station mm -hmm. and that aired. I don't remember how often he was on there, but because his theories were so outlandish at one point, he got kicked off. <laughs> he got kicked off of a conspiracy theory 
podcast. Like radio show. I would say like an early, yeah. It's just like a Rush Limbaugh thing, but you know, whatever. So with all this extra info, I don't think I can believe that Hoagland means it when he says that it has to be intelligent design that made that face on Mars. I really believe that it was just a coincidence that the rocks and their shadows made that. 100% is. They could have gone anywhere on that planet. I mean, yeah. the planet's huge. You know. And what if they'd waited 30 minutes to take the photo? What if that wouldn't have been there? Right. So Just because of the lighting. That's all it really is. And so much like the man in the mountain, no one believes a man is in that mountain. Or that someone carved the mountain to make that figure. Mm-hmm. And just like that, I don't... The, the face on Mars is a cool thing. That you're like, oh, yeah, it looks like a face. It's just like the clouds. No one's making the clouds look the way they do. And if we're saying that it's intelligent design that did the clouds, that has done everything on Mars, that's, you know, shaped the way all of these rock formations work. Oh, you're talking like uh, like cloud spotting. Like, yeah. Oh, that looks like a bird. That looks like a, you know, a horse. It looks like Tarzan. I don't, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You just see what your brain thinks it sees. Yeah. Or you're trying to be like, well, what could that look like? Right. And if that's what we're reaching for, you know. Right. There's not some cloud wizard out there making balloon animals for people. (laughs) That would actually be really funny if there was a balloon animals for clouds. But yeah. So, I mean, I feel like out of this theory there, this is such a outlandish theory to me that you would think that there is some sort of, you know, God, like the God made Mars the way it is. Mm -hmm. Or that... There was an alien there that made these rock formations because they had visited Earth and they maybe, you know, barely made it off of Earth and then got stuck in, stuck on Mars. Right. And then became lonely because apparently there's also a photo that shows like a rock formation of a heart. Right. I mean, you can think these things, but to say that it's true is a totally different thing. Yeah. You know, like it's you not have, the same. There's, there's no physical evidence of this being true. Is it? plausible sure is it undeniably false no but i think getting you're you're judging you're basing your entire thesis on grainy fucking photos like just crap photos right yeah and pure coincidence right and that's why when um they went back later and took those photos and they showed like even more erosion in certain areas Mm -hmm. on mars or like the nasa had taken these photos it really goes to show that it wasn't like it was just a happenstance. Right. Plus you, uh, an incredibly poor quality camera taking these photos. Yes. And technology has advanced so rapidly in the past 15 years. I mean, you have George Bush Jr. over here that, you know, made a whole plan that we're going to Mars. Right. We're going back to the moon. We're going to Mars. We're doing all of this going back to. And yeah, we had the Mars rover. Nobody was over here, you know, we had we didn't have like um an alien come up and destroy Mars rover because it landed there and that's what actually like you know there was an alien stranded on Mars there's been no bones found there's just been the possibility that there was like a lake of water right and it's just a like planet that's all it is mm-hmm. and even then i'm like it's not that much alike because it's it doesn't have half the things that we would need to survive right so I think this is a silly conspiracy theory, but it was our first one for space. I mean, unless you count the concave planet or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but okay, so this is like one of our first like dabbling into space. Non non tetra 
How does that sound? Okay. Non-Earth conspiracy theory. It's the first one. So, well, I think, unless you have any final words, I think that's going to do it for us today. Yeah, that was mild. And it sounded like it was only just one kook that was super gung-ho about it. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. really think people are. No, there's. I feel like flat earthers are more prominent than this crap. Yes. (laughs) I, I agree with you there. Flat earthers are a little bit more prominent. Um, which is wild because if you think about, well, Mars isn't flat, but you know, flat others are whatever. Anyways. So with that being said, um, that's going to do it for us today on, but have you heard about conspiracy theory edition? Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm joined by Matt. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> and I hope we both hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Bye.